Welcome to Real Tech Hours, the podcast where we talk about tech during Real Tech Hours. Today, we will launch a brand new segment called Real Prediction Hours. Then we will catch up with Real Elon Hours and then a quick few topics from Google and Apple. It is going to be a rather short podcast today. I have been sick. That's why it was delayed and it wasn't up yesterday. I was feeling a lot worse than I am today. And so I figured, you know, let's just go ahead and bang it out. It's probably going to be, my guess would be around 20 minutes. Um, So a little bit short of what we normally aim for, but that's all right. Got some big things planned. Next week's podcast is already shaving up to look very nice. I've seen some articles I'm ready to talk about. I didn't want to add them on here today because I I already had the script ready. So, you know, we'll just save them for next week. Um, But let's, let's just jump right into it. As always, if you have questions, a comment, a topic you want to see discussed, or you just want to reach out, send an email to realtechhourspodcast at gmail.com. That is realtechhourspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow this podcast on Twitter at Real Tech Hours to stay up to date with the podcast. So as I said, new segment time, Real Prediction Hours. So basically the time for me to lay out some predictions instead of just throwing them throughout the podcast. I made a couple of predictions in the past, and I want to have a segment where I can finalize and make some solid predictions with all the details that I believe necessary at the time. To start, let's re- revisit some predictions, We and then we're going to double down on one that will be big soon, and then we will explore a brand new one in our first topic for today. So first up, Apple's Rundle. It's happening, and it will be happening soon. This is basically a solid prediction. Apple will most likely launch a Rundle within the first half of the next year, titled the Entertainment Bundle. This is what I this is my this is what I'm saying this is going to happen right it's going to be called the entertainment bundle it's going to include Apple TV Plus Apple News Plus Apple Arcade and Apple Music Apple Music is kind of a wild card here while it is the largest collection of subscribers it could be difficult to bundle with other services due to its popularity a solid level entry move into the rental space would be the first 3 giving them a good test before moving on to something bigger so maybe they just do TV Plus News Plus and Arcade and call it the entertainment bundle of some kind or Apple Apple's entertainment or something like that but I could certainly see them adding Apple Music. I talked about it in the past. These these are my big ones. I talked about how Scott Galloway says uh, Apple Care is going to be part of it. I've talked about why I don't think that's going to be it. You know, Apple Care is just not something everybody wants, and it's not something everybody's going to pay for. And even if it's with, bundled with those stuff, I believe they should stick with the stuff that sells things to people, provides people a service that they actually get to experience and use. And Apple Care just is really high, much more intangible than the rest of these services. There's not a lot of, uh, you know, I'm in a services marketing class right now, learning a lot about this. I'm actually taking my final exam on it on Thursday. But basically, there are specific elements to a service that, you know, obviously differentiates it from a product. And one of the big ones is tangibility. And it's how tangible does it feel to the person. And Apple Care to me, just feels less tangible than the rest of these. They don't get to see anything, but they do with the rest of these. They get to see TVs, they get to read articles, they get to play games, and they get to listen to music. That's a whole lot more tangible than having protection on my cell phone. Um, regardless, uh, it's going to happen. Like I said, first half of next year, they're going to launch something. Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit uh, about another bundle that they might be doing later on. Um in our articles but second let's talk about disney plus so disney plus is going to be the dominant streaming service i said that before it launched 
let's look at some quick numbers. They are adding 1 million new subscribers every single day. They've already generated an estimated 5 million in in-app purchases. They have over 15.5 million app downloads and they're also carrying all their other subscriptions. So obviously they have the big bundle with Hulu and ESPN. Hulu downloads are up 55% since the release of Disney Plus and ESPN downloads are up 50% since the release of Disney Plus. And this is only data from two weeks out from launch. The rest of the data is yet to be released. They're waiting for another two weeks that the, the people who are doing this, it's like um, app something, um, apptopia. They're releasing reports on it. They're waiting for the uh, for four weeks out for the next one, but this was two weeks. And those are some fantastic numbers. A million new subscribers every single day. That's absolutely crazy. They're absolutely killing it. Um, but yeah, Disney Plus, absolutely going to dominate. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when and just how much they will dominate now at this point. So third, let's revisit a past topic. It's one I'm going to double down on. I've talked about it once, and just recently, someone else has too. Who has said something? Let's take a listen. Cook and Trump this week, and I I don't blame Trump because he lies like he breathes, um, but uh, Tim Cook should know better. Thank you. Uh, Okay, your prediction, and then we got to go. My prediction, so a name you're going to hear more about uh, oh, in 2020, and it's going to about to become a player in the ecosystem uh, between the intersection of tech and the streaming wars, which I'm just fascinated right now, is Roku. Oh. Let's go, Scott Galloway said Roku. I called this, so that was back on the, when did I talk about that? The 14th, and that podcast clip from them is back on the 20th. Second, let's go. I am stoked. What another call for your boy. I am actually, you know, doing something. I'm actually learning. I am actually making decent predictions out here. And I, I mean, ooh, let's go. Let's go. That's honestly, this is partially why what inspired me to make this real prediction hour segment was because I believe I nailed that one again. Boom. Let's go. So basically, Let's double down on our Roku outlook. What is going to happen to the growing giant? Scott Galloway continues to go on and says that they're either going to start acquiring things or they're going to get acquired. If the stock price rises, they're going to buy some content creators, a studio, something like that to start making their own content. If the stock price falls, they're going to get acquired by somebody like Netflix or Disney+. Plus. So who would they buy? A smaller studio, obviously, if they're going to acquire something, they could create their own studio. They would just need to acquire all the talent that goes behind it. And if they're going to get acquired, who would buy them? Uh, So Disney, obviously Disney needs some physical hardware to unlock all the potential value generated by Disney Plus in their monstrous bundle. Um, But more importantly, Netflix. If Netflix wants to keep their subscribers and create a better experience, they need to own part of their distribution they need to have some control over the end experience and purchasing roku would most likely be the best move for them that that's going to be my if somebody's going to buy roku it's going to be netflix obviously netflix most likely does have the capital on hand to go ahead and outright buy roku and it'd be an absolute gangster move for them to get into the hardware space without going in and developing their own products uh, as of writing this, though, Roku's stock was down over $20, but then later on in the day, 
uh, today, Roku was back up another 10%. I didn't even look to see what the stock price was. So it's all over the place right now, and I'm not 100% sure. I think we're going to have to wait a little bit to see what happens in this one. Uh, but something's going to happen, and Roku's going to become a pretty big name. Um, so finally, let's jump on to a new prediction that's very forward-looking. Amazon's moving into the healthcare industry. Amazon's move into the healthcare industry is beginning to take shape as they now will offer customers to refill subscriptions through Alexa. In a partnership with Giant Eagle Pharmacy, customers can add the Alexa skill to their devices and link their pharmacy accounts, enabling them to order refills by simply asking. This is probably the most solid step forward in terms of consumer rollout for Amazon when it comes to healthcare. Acquisitions in the space include PillPack, an online pharmacy, and Health Navigator, a company that creates software for online health services. Amazon has also been working internally on programs such as Haven, a joint venture with J.P. Morgan and Berkshire Hathaway to reduce cost of, of health care for the employees of the three companies, Amazon Care, which is an internal healthcare service for their employees, and PillPack, which is hiring. They're looking to fill 50, about 50 positions, one of which will be a manager for an automated filling center. Amazon has been building on their healthcare abilities over the past year and has continued to show strong interest in the sector. It won't be long until Amazon begins to roll out all these offerings to their customers. That is it. I mean, I don't know what else I have to say beyond that other than Amazon is coming and they're coming for your health care it's gonna happen um scott galley's been talking about it for a really long time you know i've been i've been back at i i doubled down on uh, a lot of things and i think this one is basically guaranteed now there's just no way that they're not gonna do something and they're gonna pull out um but yeah so with that you know that's real prediction hours obviously we'll be doing that it's not going to be a recurring segment every single time unless i do get something every single time but i i doubt it a new prediction every time that's uh it's a lot of work a lot of thought process we'll see uh but mainly i'm just planning to bring it up whenever whenever i've got something now let's see what's happening with real elon hours the tesla Cybertruck has been spotted in the wild driving near the design studio in california that's the first time since the event the truck has been seen outside and it still looks dope in broad daylight ford however is not thrilled the vp of ford x their venture capital program tweeted at musk to send over Cybertruck so they could do the test as you guys know Elon showed on stage a picture of a Cybertruck dragging a Ford F-150 up a hill. And uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson tweeted him later. He was like, oh, you know, you should weigh down both the cars for an even test because if the Ford is rear-wheel drive, then it's not going to be... Uh, it's not going to be very hard for the Tesla to uh, overpower it. So Musk was like, all right, deal, let's redo it. And uh, here's the this guy stepping in, you know. But the, So what happens? Elon Musk, of course, said yes, but Ford immediately backed out. A spokesperson for the company said it was nothing more than a light jab and was not interested in a competition. Musk is obviously not deterred and is going to carry on with the competition. Um, I mean, come on. Really, Ford? You're going to come out here and you're going to think you can play, you play ball with the big dogs? Take your ball on. Everybody wants to play with you. You goofy looking schmucks. 
The Ford spokesperson also said, I made a quick note here, that the next F-150 will be a hybrid and they are a few years away from full electric. Guess what? Nobody cares. If anybody wants an electric truck, they're going to buy a bloody Cybertruck because Ford is going to be a thing of the past, you goofy-looking schmucks. You should have jumped on the competition and made something light of it, you know, and had a fun time. So what if you get your butts beat? Elon's a beast. Every He's going to beat whoever he wants to, all right? So just, you know, take your toys and go play in some other sandbox. Uh, finally, Tesla used Thanksgiving weekend to remind potential buyers that the tax credit would be phasing out at the end of the year. They're also offering free supercharging with the purchase of a Model S or X. The tax credit, if I remember right now, is 1785 which is a far cry from its initial 7500 but still it's a little bit back on your, on your excuse me, vehicle. Um... Next, let's talk about Google. Google's used the Cyber Monday sale as an opportunity to have fun. If you wanted a pizza from Domino's, you could have ordered a new Pixel 4 and gotten the pizza for free. The, di- the deal discounted the Pixel 4 or XL by $200 and included a special case. The phone was delivered with the pizza and came in a special compartment on the top of the box. All the phone accessories came in a smaller box, usually used for sites like breadsticks. I saw an unboxing of it. I thought it was pretty funny. It's pretty genius. It had a dope looking case. And if I was in the neighborhood, or if I was in, yeah, if I was in the neighborhood for a Pixel 4, it's definitely how I would have bought mine. You know, getting it delivered by Domino's, that's awesome. It's, it's like, um, Pixel with a P- Pixel with Pizza or Pizza with Pixel or something like that is the website. I'm sure if you type in, um, Google Cyber Monday deal, you can, it, it'll come up pretty easily. I just thought it was, thought that was pretty funny uh we also have some stadia news some former senior assassin's creed developers have founded the first stadia exclusive studio it is expected to be the first of many studios to create games for stadia i thought i covered this before but i checked back in some of my notes and i didn't see it so maybe i'm double covering and i'm not 100 sure but yes it's founded i believe it's in montreal i want to say um I didn't see before reading, like this was the first time when I read the article that I saw was from former Assassin's Creed developers. So hopefully, you know, they're making some single player games. Hopefully they're pretty good and it'll just be interesting to, you know, see what they make. Uh, now let's talk about Apple for our last two for today. Apple is considering bundling AirPods with next year's iPhone. The report comes from Digi Times, who claim that Apple, Samsung, and Xiaomi are looking into building their wire, bundling their wireless earbud offerings with their next flagship devices. While Samsung has done this in the past with the Galaxy Fold, it does not seem very likely that either Samsung or Apple will do this unless they also raise the price of devices. It was noted in the article that DigiTimes has not had the best uh, prediction rate or reputation around rumors like this. So obviously, you know, you're just going to have to take it as what it is. Will this most likely happen? Probably not. Honestly, I don't see it happening unless they raise the prices, like I said. Samsung Galaxy Fold was just under, it was like 1980, I think, or something, just under $2,000. So bundling, you know, some Samsung Galaxy Buds in there was no big deal. Like, there you're already spending nearly two grand on this device. What's another 130 to Samsung? That's like, they, they don't even pay that much for the dumb thing. They just throw them in there. Um, but AirPods with, with an iPhone, AirPods still sell for a lot. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't really see it. I could see Galaxy Buds coming with the next Note series if they go and they make the Note Premium again. 
but not with the next galaxy. I don't see that happening um, unless they make like a Bud's Light or something like that. Like, not the beer, but you know they make like a uh, less upper end model of of Galaxy Buds or, or something. I don't know. Apple would have to do something similar. Xiaomi, I could see it if they have some wireless earbuds that I don't. I don't even know if they do. But, and, you know, Xiaomi does whatever they want. They just throw things together and they don't care if they make money on it, it seems like. So they're 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 a wild card. Um, I'm sure DigiTimes just threw it on there, you know, to get some real credibility. Uh, and then finally, Apple will officially have to face a class action lawsuit over the butterfly key switches. The lawsuit claims Apple hid the extent of the issue with the butterfly key switches. A judge has thrown out Apple's attempt to have the case dismissed and it will now see, proceed to, with the trial the lawsuit covers macbooks made as far back as 2015 up until the latest models which dropped the keyboard design in favor of their old magic design yikes that's tough people have been complaining for a long time and you know apple is just not fixing it so hey it sucks to suck good thing they're fixing it now but you got to pay up and it's time you can't just lounge around for all those years but with that, we will finish up today's Real Tech Hours. Today, we launched a brand new segment titled Real Prediction Hours. Then we caught up with Real Elon Hours and took a look at a quick, at a few quick topics from Google and Apple. As always, you can find the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find it on Anchor.fm, Breaker, CastBox, Radio Public, Overcast, and TuneIn. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Real Tech Hours to stay up to date with the latest podcast news and updates. If you have any questions, comments, or want to reach out, you can send an email to realtechhourspodcast at gmail.com. It is realtechhourspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me during these Real Tech Hours, and I will catch you all next time. Peace.